Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, Show 29, Frequency Cast, the UK's digital TV and technology podcast. My name's Carl, and with me is our tech guru, Pete. Hi there. Everything we discuss is based on feedback from our listeners. Check out frequencycast.co.uk to get involved. Let's take a look at what we're covering in today's show as we take another tantalizing take on technology. A roundup of the going digital options. Frequency casts working off those pounds. A look at a tiny new GPS tracker. News on more Freeview boxes going dark. Plus your questions on FreeSat, batteries and HDTV. But now, here's Pete with a look at the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast, now loading news. Time now for your TV and tech news update, starting with Freeview. In case you missed our mid-July update, the big news is that transmitters up and down the UK have recently been upgraded, meaning that Freeview boxes made by Daewoo, Bush, Labgear, Portland and Triax have stopped working. At the end of July, another round of updates happened, trashing boxes in London, Lancashire, Cheshire and Yorkshire. There's a lot of unhappy folks out there. See the latest news section on our site for more on this story. Next, FreeSat. In July, we saw a batch of new channels coming to the Freeview lineup, including Zone Reality, Zone Horror, TWC Fight, and a whole bunch of shopping channels worth avoiding. One good piece of news for FreeSat viewers, though, is that the BBC regional channels that were missing at launch are now available. Those waiting for a FreeSat PVR disc recorder may have to wait a little longer, as apparently these have slipped to winter 2008. Some sporting TV news. First off, Eurosport is now available in high definition, bringing Sky's total of HD channels to 19. If you're thinking of getting Satanta Sport, we mentioned in last month's audio update that Satanta is now free with BT Vision on certain TV packages. Well, if you're a footy-loving Sky viewer, we've got a special offer for you, a code that will let you get Setanta for £6.50 for the first three months. This is only valid until the 8th of August. The code is on today's show notes. Next, three bits of top-up TV news. First, content from Warner TV is now available. Secondly, a software patch has just been released. Version 2.93 solves a problem caused by the transmitter update I mentioned earlier. At the time of recording, the patch has to be applied manually. See our show notes for the procedure. And lastly for Top Up TV, some new Anytime boxes have just been released, including a 500 gig unit. Next up, some high-speed broadband news. In July, BT announced details of their plans for super-fast broadband. They're proposing to spend $1.5 billion on connecting 40% of British homes to a new fibre-optic network. This is due to be in place by 2012. Speeds of between 40 and 100 megabits a second are proposed. Virgin were hot on BT's heels to announce that they're planning to roll out 200 meg by 2012. Some more Freeview news just in. Digital TV station The Hits is set to become 4Music on the 15th of August, with exclusive content from the V Festival in Chelmsford. A quick mention now for the BT Home Hub. BT's Hub version 2.0 launched in July and has been well received. We have an audio and text review online. BT's just announced that the new Home Hub is available for just £25 on BT Option 1 and it's free on all other broadband packages. Next, video cassettes. Remember them? 
Back in show 21, we looked at hardware for archiving your audio cassettes and vinyl to a digital format. Now there's a USB video cassette player available. Hook it up to your PC and convert your videotapes to a digital format. Sticking with nostalgia, if you didn't grow up in the 1980s this will mean nothing to you, but finally a rare kids cult series is out on DVD. The Anglo-Japanese puppet series Starfleet, which followed the intrepid crew of the X-Bomber, is due out on the 1st of September. Link on our show notes. If you remember Starfleet, get in touch, or get the DVD. And finally, another 1980s classic. A new sat-nav is coming onto the market. Mio's releasing the Knight Rider Satellite Navigation Unit. This has navigation instructions voiced by William Daniels, the original voice of Kit, and it has flashing red LEDs as the sat-nav talks to you. If you're interested, there's a video on YouTube. This is available soon in the US for $270. It had to happen. Thanks, Pete. For more on these stories, take a look at the show notes for Show 29 at FrequencyCast.co.uk and sign up for updates by email or RSS. FrequencyCast, now loading. Focus. And it's time for some more fantastic foibles of focus. So it is. So what are we talking about today, then? Today, we are talking about digital TV. Oh, no. Not again. Now what? (laughs) Yes, digital TV is a very, very common theme. And again, we have to go by what the listeners ask for. They want us to talk about digital TV, specifically the differences between all the digital TV services. Now, we've covered a whole stack of digital TV services, but we've never really done a side-by-side comparison. So anyone that's thinking of going digital, perhaps getting ready for the switch, this is a good opportunity to run down the main services. So what are those main services, Carl? Uh, Sky. Preview. Yes. Preview? No, Freeview. Get it right. Freeview. Um, Virgin, uh, Broadband. Yeah, um, the the, the one that we don't like that doesn't work very much and records under hard disk. VHS Video. (laughs) Top Up TV. Top Up TV. Uh, The the one over the internet, Tiskily. Um, The one we talked about in the last show, Satellite, Free of Charge, Free something. Freeview. Free Sat. Good, yes. (laughs) And BT Vision. So they are the main digital TV services. BT Vision. Thank you. Keep up. So, I'm going to ask you a few general questions here. Which of those seven services offers the largest number of channels? Sky. Correct. What about the second largest? Freeview. No. Do you know how many Freeview has? 47.5 to the power of one. Freeview has about 40 channels of TV. Give or take. Sky is well over 250 channels. So, Freeview's actually almost at the bottom of this list. So after Sky, you have Virgin Media. You've got up to 145 channels with them. Next on the list is Freesat at 80. Tiskali TV with about 70. Top Up TV has a couple over the basic Freeview, so that's running at 43 at the moment. And BT Vision and Freeview uh, joint last with 40 channels. Well, there we go then. So which is best for HD? Uh, Sky. And second best? Freeview. Freeview doesn't have any HD, my friend. If you want HD, Sky definitely top with 18 channels. Virgin are offering um, BBC HD and two Sky Movies channels on their HD service. And Freesat at the moment has BBC HD and ITV HD. No HD as yet on Top Up TV, BT Vision, Tiskly TV or, of course, Freeview. So Sky is really the best then? Sky is pretty much the best in a lot of people's opinion. Certainly it's got a mega serious amount of choice on there. But it is actually one of the more expensive options. Yeah, but you pay for what you get, don't you? 
you do. You are getting 250 plus channels and some fairly sophisticated tech. With their Sky Plus box, for instance, and Sky HD, really powerful boxes. Lovely little killer feature is you can use your mobile phone while you're out and about to send a message to your Sky Plus box. Say, hello, could you record a program for me? Which is very sweet. If your Sky Box is missing you, you can talk to it over the net. Also good if you have a useless other half. So there you go. How much does Sky cost a month? £15. Starts at £16 a month, and it's £30 to install. Right, but you only do that once. That's true. What about Virgin Media? £11 a month, wasn't it? Well remembered. Actually, it's free if you subscribe to the Virgin Media uh, phone tariff, which is £11 a month. Well done. I'm good at this game, aren't I? What next? Um, So it's £30 to install Virgin Media, and you get the box for free, which is nifty. Ask me what year Columbus found America. What year did Columbus find America? 1492. Is he going to put it back where he left it? I assume so. Excellent. So Freeview, how much does that cost? Uh, A month? Yes. Um, For clues in the title. Yes, so Freeview costs nothing a month to subscribe. The grief, really, nothing. And the boxes are about 20 quid. So given that Freeview is pretty much free, how much does Freesat cost? Oh, a little bit less, I should think. You'd think, wouldn't you? 80 quid installation and 50 quid for the box. Trade's description act coming out now, I feel it. Is it free on Saturday? Tiscally TV, £19.99 a month, which puts it as fairly expensive, but you do get the broadband with that for free and a free set-top box. Installation is only 30 quid. Prince did a song about that, didn't he? Tonight we're going to party like it's £19.99. A month. Top Up TV is really our least favourite. That gives you uh, just over 40 channels, £9.99 a month, and you get the fairly clunky Thompson set-top box. And it doesn't actually have many extra channels as such. What it does is overnight... It downloads loads and loads of programs to your hard disk. So you get about 100 hours a week that you can watch on demand and then they erase themselves. Never been a big fan of that, mainly because the content it downloads isn't particularly good. What does it download? Misses out all the porn channels, obviously. Yeah, no porn on Top Up TV, unfortunately. What you do get is content from UK TV Gold, uh, Paramount Comedy, Discovery, Sci-Fi, and a few other weird little channels. So you do get a small collection of programmes, but it's not great, to be honest. No good at all, then, is it? Yeah, no, we're not a real fan of it. Uh, BT Vision, how much is that? I- is there a clue in the title? Unfortunately, not this time. Uh, I reckon it's thirty-four ninety-nine a month. Okay, it's actually free if you have BT Total Broadband, and that'll cost you around about £16 a month to get broadband with BT. What you will get with that is this free hard disk recorder, well worth getting if you're a BT customer. Records loads and loads of hours of programmes, a series link, that kind of stuff. And it also lets you get access to on-demand content. So you can get the BBC catch-up content, also Channel 4 for on-demand. You can actually watch it on your telly rather than having to watch it on your PC. And you get shows from BBC Channel 4, Paramount and Discovery on-demand. You don't have to subscribe, you can pay to watch. Or if you want to watch a lot of on-demand... Subscription starts from £6 a month. Not bad. Not bad indeed. So what do we recommend? Yeah, it's always difficult to make a recommendation, really. If you want the channels and the technology, then you've got to go with Sky. Largest number of channels. They've got the best technology out there. They've got the Sky Plus box, Sky HD, being able to remotely control your box from your mobile phone, Sky Anytime. They really do offer a pretty good lineup. Uh, You can get a package as well, so you can get these 250-odd channels, 2 meg broadband and free evening and weekend calls. 36 quid a month, which does include the 11 quid BT line rental. And it sounds most convenient as well. What would our second choice be? Probably going to have to go to Virgin Media, second largest number of channels at 145. It's delivered over a cable, you have to be in a cable area. 
and actually the cost is quite a saving here. If you get your phone and your broadband and your TV all from Virgin, you can be paying about 30 quid a month, which is actually one of the cheaper options. Their broadband speeds go up to 20 meg, which is a heck of a lot better than just about everybody else out there. And by the end of 2008, they're going to be going up to 50 meg, according to the bearded buffalo, that is. What a mysterious creature that is. Otherwise, BT Vision, I say, has got to be fairly high up your list there. It's free if you're a BT broadband customer. Can work out pretty cheap. Um, the set-top box is free and lovely. So, yeah, if you've already got BT Broadband, definitely BT Vision would be high on our list. And, of course, you can't go wrong with Freeview because it's almost free. How much is that, then? It'll be free. Super. Yeah, you're looking very, very puzzled. All this talk of digital TV, you're not you're not really getting some of this, are you? No, I'm positively disgruntled. What are we going to do? Anyone out there that doesn't know what these services are, what we is talking about, we have pretty much reviewed all of these uh, digital TV services now. And here's a quick list to go back in time and have a listen to our older shows. So if you want to find out about Sky, that was show 16. Virgin Media we covered back in show 26. Freeview ah, pretty much comes up each show. But the last big feature we did was on Freeview Reception. That was in show 14. Uh, BT Vision we talked about in show 12. And Freesat we did in show 27. So what you're recommending is I go back and listen to the sound of my own voice. Over and over and over again. Oh, deep joy. I also think it might be an idea for us to put perhaps a little comparison table up on our website. Would that be useful? Yeah, as long as I don't have to do it. No, we'll get Steve to do that, shall we? Or Nathan. So if you head on over to frequencycast.co.uk and go to the show notes for this show, show 29... We'll tell you more. Thanks for that, Pete. Inspired as ever. Now, uh, what is this? Uh, You know I love to find little gadgets that you just haven't got a clue what they are. This is a little white box. What is that? Well, it's a little white box. It is, isn't it? It's about the size of a... uh, It's a little bit smaller than a matchbox, but it's about the same depth, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, so... This is, yeah, it's about half the size of a matchbox. It looks like it's got a tree ball mint. No, I disagree. It looks like a Q. But it's a push button, I think, so I'm going to push it and see what happens. Oh, it's the delete button for the world. Everything's disappearing. What happened when you pressed it? A little red light glowed within its dwellings. Okay, so what does it say on it? It's got some got some words on it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, now this is brilliant. Any guesses what the heck this is all about? Can I just say, it doesn't say I gotcha, it says I got you, but it looks like the O is a Q. Yes. Clever, isn't it? What, they can't spell? It means something to someone. So so what, what is this then? It's also got a connector at the bottom there, by the way. Uh, well, it's a little white box with a connector at the bottom. It has a little blue uh, outside thing that looks like you could attach that to your belt. And it also has one of those uh, little hole things where you can put one of those cords to hang it off your mobile phone or whatever you like. Oh, I suppose if you lick the back, you can stick it to your forehead. It, yes, you're right. It's That clips onto your belt or onto a backpack. And that you could dangle off a key ring. So, so what is it? Is it a stress toy? No. It is the latest GPS gadget. It's not the latest GPS gadget by any chance, is it? My goodness me, you amaze me. Yes, so what this is, is a little mobile spy. A mobile spy. What, like inch-high private eye? That's the chat. Basically, what you do is you clip this to your belt or you stick it on your car dashboard. I thought we might find this amusing for bikes. You can stick this on your bike. And basically what it does is at set intervals, anywhere between one second and one minute, takes a snapshot of where you are from the satellite location, records it onto the built-in memory. So when you take it back and plug it into a PC, it has a complete history of where you've been. So it's for one of those nights where you get so hammered, you just want your mates to tell you what happened in the morning, yeah? You haven't got any mates though, have you? That's what it is. It's perfect for you. You can have a life. 
Oh, just what I've always wanted. Thank you very much. So if you're going uh, rambling or you're into long distance cycling or driving, this can keep a track of where you've been. When you get it home, you can then overlay it on something like Google Maps. Right, so this is global. Global, worldwide, absolutely. Okay. The thing it's actually really being sold for is geotagging. Oh, of course, yes. Which is? <laughs> okay, digital camera. Right. If, if you set your digital camera's clock to be correct, you, they've normally got a time and date setting, yeah? Right, I'm following you. Okay. You take your camera out, you go out on location taking some photos. You also take this with you. This automatically has the correct time because it gets the time from the satellite. It's like if you go on one of those mystery tour buses, yeah, and you, you've no idea where you're going, but you want to find out when you get home, yeah? Oh, I had a lovely time in somewhere, Bulgaria. No, the really clever thing is you take your photos home, put them on your PC, connect this to your PC, and it will tag your photos with where and when you took the photo. Right. Then what you can do is publish them on the internet. A lot of people are into blogging and this sort of travel blogging, so they go off on holiday, all of their photos are then tied to a map, so you can look at a map of the area you travelled, and it will show you where the photographs are, clustered by when and where you took them. Right. Photo albums, problem with them? Uh, not particularly. Digital photo albums. This works with Flickr, which is the biggest photo uploading site. It also works with Picasa. Well, sounds fantastic. Still don't want one. So what I did on the way to driving to the studio here this afternoon is I had this stuck on the dashboard of my car, so we're going to plug this into uh, into the laptop. So there you go, it comes with this little docking cradle and USB, that's plugged into the PC. If I start up the application that comes with this, okay, it's popped up, I've started up the I Got You desktop, it says GPS device detected, do you want to download the GPS log data? I select yes, it's downloading something, here we go. Here are all the waypoints from my journey this afternoon. Hold on a minute, you said you didn't go for a beer on the way home. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too much information there I think, but if I click on this, that's a timestamp for this journey. So there we go. That line there is my journey to the studio this afternoon. Oh, so where did? Wh why have you stopped off here? <laughs> That'd be telling. So, do you think there's some practical value to this little thing? Um, only if it's worth less than fifty quid. Luckily enough, it is. It's actually fifty quid, but we found somewhere that's doing it for ten pounds off. Are you going to put that on the website? I shall slap that up on the website. But again, I would recommend this for anyone that's going to be out and about a lot, anyone that does any worldwide travelling, and particularly anyone with a digital camera that wants to geotag their images. Highly recommend it. Little pocket GPS receiver. You can also plug it into your PC and use satellite navigation software with it as well. And forty quid, you can't go wrong, can you? Okay, change of subject and location. Let's go down the gym as we get fit. Okay, Carl. So here we are with our new toy. What do we have here? We fit. Well, I do. You and don't. Do you think you could do losing a couple of pounds there, my old friend? No, no, I fit into these trousers. Yeah. So this is Nintendo's Wii Fit. Came out a couple of months ago, and we're going to take a quick look. So, Carl, describe the uh, the Wii Fit board for me. Uh, it looks like giant scales. Does it speak your weight? <laughs> Not quite. What we're going to do is on screen, we're going to pick a, pick a me that looks closest to you. I think you look like him. Don't you, do you want to be him? That's closest. Yeah, it? but with a bigger nose. And we're going to take the body test. So it's going to ask for your height and your age. Three foot. What are you? No, ten. That's better. <laughs> and the year you were born. And a birthday. Okay, so step neatly on the pad. Thank <laughs> you. 
it's asking how heavy your clothes are. We're going to pick two pounds. Loosen your shoulders and stay relaxed. Are you ready? This is now going to report on your centre of gravity, so whether you sway to the left or the right. A little bit off to the right there, but not too bad. When walking, swing your arms firmly. Move from the hip. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, Carl, man. <laughs> a beast? What's a beast? Who's a beast? Oh, I'm not a beast. I'm a beast. <laughs> right, that's us done. I know I said I have five bellies, but a beast, that's a bit off, isn't it? <laughs> to be fair, you're right on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Do that again, I'm sure it's wrong. I like the way the, the, the man on the screen just filled out. It's actually close, isn't it? <laughs> so, body mass index should be around, what, 20, 22? Yeah, about that. And Carl's is? A little bit under. <laughs> 40. <laughs> Yes, body mass index of 30. Hmm. It's not my fault. I sit in this chair and do this show a week. <laughs> Fair point. Okay, let's try you on a, a little balance test here. This will give you uh, give you an age here. Yeah? It's a shame this one's broken. It's now you've stepped on it. Yeah, one at a time. Okay, ready to stand on one leg. So you're trying to stand on one leg and keep a little red line centre of screen. So you're going over so slightly off, but yeah, not doing too bad. So now it's going to present you with your Wii Fit Age. I'm younger again. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Never. What does that say? Mean that your body is still in relatively good condition. Thank you. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> so, Carl, given your BMI, do you think you'll be uh, buying one of these? No, I don't need one, obviously. So, who's ordering the pizza? You or me? You. So there you go. That was us having fun with the Nintendo Wii Fit. Were you impressed? Yeah, I'm a lot more impressed now. I'm sitting back down again, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So, do you think it's got some good fitness benefits? Well, if that was getting fit, I'm all for it. I barely did anything. Don't even feel out of breath. But seriously. Um, yes, I probably do, although I can't understand what I've actually done to gain any fitness so far. Uh, it's just assessed me, isn't it? What it now does is it sets you a set of exercises. So you can use um, exercises like step aerobics, boxing, yoga, muscle stretching exercises, all that sort of thing. All perched on the... Um, Edge of your sofa? The Wii board. Uh, and that records how much exercise you've done. Each day you're meant to do one of those body tests. So it tracks against your target goal and your target weight. So it's quite clever. They've actually made it fairly addictive so that you do go back every day and try and make an improvement. Oh, so it's an ongoing thing. I'm not fit now. No, no, no. You've got to work at it, I'm afraid. Oh, good grief. I have enough trouble lifting my hand to my mouth when I'm putting food in. So you do watch what you eat just to make sure it doesn't fall on the floor. Barely. Most of the time I eat off the floor. Frequency cast. Now loading. Interaction. And interaction starts with a hi to McMathers. He says, I've heard some burblings about a quad A batteries. That's A A A A. Instead of triple A and double A, it's four A's. Ah, uh, is this something to take seriously at the moment? 
I can't find any devices that use them as yet. Hi Mick. Well, quadruple A's aren't very common, and they can be found in a handful of computer styli and headphone adapters. Apparently, six of them are chained together inside a standard 9 volt PP3. If you happen to need a quadruple A, Maplin sell them. Otherwise, nothing much to worry about at the moment. And hi to Kieran Durkin. He's looking for a free sat receiver for his PC. He's found a PCI card, but as he has a laptop, he's after a USB one. PCI TV cards are cards that fit inside your PC's case, and they're more common than USB. But you can get free satellite TV via a USB if you get yourself a Hophog Nova S USB. They're quite hard to find, but give Google or our show notes a try. Now, Tony Jones asks, Can a subscriber of Sky HD receive BBC and ITV HD without having to get a FreeSat HD box? Try saying that when you're drunk. The Sky Plus HD box can already get BBC HD, as well as nearly 20 other HD channels, except ITV HD. ITV offer a few hours of HD content a day, and it's exclusive to FreeSat. So if ITV HD content is a must, then you need a FreeSat HD box. And Alan Coleman asks, due to my eye condition, severe astigmatism, I can't view HD pictures properly. Everything looks tall and thin. With SD, I can fiddle with the picture outputs to get a decent result. I set Sky to 4x3 letterbox and the TV to 14x9. But with HD, the HDMI connections won't allow me to do that. Is there anything I can do? Sorry, Alan, but I've not come across that one before. I think we may have to turn to our listeners for help on this one. Any ideas? Please get in touch. We also heard from Ian Motocon, as well as sending a huge group hug to the lads on the NetGem forum, he asks when HD will appear on Freeview. As we've covered before, we can expect to see four HD channels by 2012. Apparently the Beeb are running some trials at the moment, but we're not going to see the first channel probably until the end of 2009. He also says you guys are zany. You make technology fun and interesting. Are you Britain's technological answer to Eurotrash? C'est moi but of course, um, au revoir. Ed Tullock asks, I've got BT Vision. The on-demand service plays for two seconds, then pauses for about five seconds, and then plays the next bit. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, most likely something to do with the speed of your line. Try running a broadband line test on your PC. If your home's got more than two meg, chances are you've got a PC on your network that's taking up some of your bandwidth. Perhaps turn your PC off while you're watching on-demand TV. Yeah, right. Uh, So what was that weird email we had in, Pete? Well, normally, whenever we send out a new show, we send out a little email to our listeners to let them know that they can now download it. After we sent out our last mail, we heard from Michael Lewis, one of our regulars. Right. Hello, Michael. And what did he say? Well, he was complaining that we were asking for donations. What, donuts, you mean? (laughs) Donuts would be lovely. Anyone that wants to send in some donuts, brilliant. Yeah, but make sure they're fresh. But he said, in the UK, you don't ask for tips because it's included in your pay packet. This kind of stumped us a bit, so we got in touch with uh, Michael to talk about this. Hold on a minute. I don't get paid. (laughs) This is it. Absolutely. So we just want to be 100% clear. For Frequency Cast, we don't ask for tips. Our shows are free, and we don't want your money. So anyone that's got the impression that we're trying to get money or ask for donations or anything like that, hey, we do this for the love of it, don't we, Carl? Well, yeah, and and you and do, the donuts, of course, and the donuts, and the, donuts. the love of it, and the donuts, <laughs> and you and you do realise that tips stands for to ensure sure, prompt, prompt service. Uh, yes, yeah. I, it comes out on the second of every month. I think <laughs> if you want to wait a month for your dinner, 
<laughs> it's going to be a long time. Might go cold. It's all right if you're having a salad. So there we are. What we actually think Michael's been uh, confused about, and we hope no one else has been confused by this, is in our email, we did ask for people to say a few nice words about us in iTunes. Because we're trying to make a few more people aware. Oh, no, no, iTunes. No, 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 this is good. Now, I went and had a look at this the other day because you kept telling me there's some really good good results or something. And I was like, really? So, uh, yeah, I actually almost stumbled across it by accident. I've got to be honest. I was looking for something else at the time, as, as normal. I was looking for where I can buy Marks and Spencer's pants from. But anyway. Um, <laughs> no comment. Ladies or men's? No comment. And um, <laughs> Oh, they're really chafe. Right, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, iTunes. And, yeah, and I found it. And it's really weird because I didn't realise that people were picking up on our subliminal messages. Yes, there is that one little message that's uh, picked up on something rather odd we do in our shows. It shows that our listeners are far more profound than we thought they were. I wonder if anyone can actually work out this riddle. Absolutely. So if you haven't uh, seen our reviews on iTunes yet, do go and have a look. Go to iTunes, type in FrequencyCast, check out uh, our reviews and maybe even tag in one of your own. And remember, today's food is donuts. And we have something else to talk about, don't we? Do we? Yes, we do. BT Fon, remember from the last show? Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, results from that. What, yeah. what have we got? Yeah, so we had a, quite a good set of results, actually. Um, if you remember, this is the sharing of your bandwidth. So if you've got a home hub, you can turn it on so other people can log in and use your connection. I was really surprised by this. We actually got 82% of people saying, yes, this is a good idea. And only 18% saying, no, it wasn't. So a resounding success for people that are sharing out their home hubs and letting people nick their broadband. Oh, I still think the no's are right. So we just want to give a few mentions to some of the people that were first off the mark. We got loads of text, but here are just a few of them. So we had some yeses in from, read the list for us, Carl. Uh, Terry Butcher, Paul Stoneman, Ian from Reading, Marcin from Leicester, and Andy Wilkin. And we had some no's. Rob from Felixstowe said, no, no, not on your Nelly. And Mick Mathers said, no, no, and thrice no. That's not once, not twice, but, but thrice. thrice. And we got Michael Johnson, a definite yes. I've opened our hub to Fon and hope that the service extends to coffee shops and fast food outlets. Peter from UCA Radio sends us a yes. We also want to say hi to all the guys and gals listening to FrequencyCast on a Thursday night up there in Ayrshire. Hi there, guys. And the girls. And AJ Perkins got in touch. Thumbs up to BT Fon. First I was against it, but then I decided to join up and it really paid off as I was going to hotels all over Wales paying for poor internet and now I can use BT Fon for free. So we're all fans of the Fons. Frequency cast. Shutdown in progress. Well, that's it for this Frequency Cast. If you want to get in touch, you can leave us a voicemail message on 0208 133 4567. Or you can contact us from our site. If you're on the move, text us on 07882 043 521. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Remember to check out the show notes for this show, Show 29, for links to everything we've discussed today. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. Our web address is www.frequencycast.co.uk. So that's all from Freeview Boxes Left in the Dark, working off pounds whilst you're having a lark. A GPS tracker all shiny and new, and a battery packer especially for you. Hey, 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 hey. Catch you on the next show. Frequency cast. Shut down.